Have you ever put a bit of wood in your mouth, Dave? Hey, Nick, did you ever think that when we started this, you'd end up with your face on a bog roll? Well, I figured I might have to polish some turds, but I didn't think I was going to be used to clear up after one. <laughs> Coming up on this week's Whiskey and Things, I talked to our good friend Dean Lemon about his new project, Afterboy. And we try Tullamore, D-E-W, and we hear the tasting notes from the <laughs> mighty whiskey god. Don't forget to come and find us on social media, Instagram at Whiskey and Things Podcast, and Twitter and Facebook at Whiskey and Things. That's Whiskey with Noe. Also, you'd really help us out if you could rate us, review us, and subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform. Or all of them. You're listening to the Whiskey and Things Podcast with Dave Giles and Nick Kent. Hello, welcome. My name is Dave Giles. Hello, and I'm Nick Kent. Welcome to episode three of Whiskey and Things. This has been a big week for us at Whiskey and Things. A massive week. Huge yes, week. We now have a few people who have signed up to our Patreon account. That's patreon.com forward slash whiskey and things. And as a result of this, I decided to treat people. I thought I'd treat the first people that got involved on Patreon. And such a I am now, I know, right? I know, I know. I am now in possession of a number of toilet rolls, which I know is hard, hard currency right now. Hard currency. Yeah. And on these toilet rolls, on every single sheet, is a photograph of me and you and our faces. Toasting. <laughs> Have, giving a little, giving a little toast, toast to each other. To you whilst you're having some fun on the toilet, whatever you like to get up to. Uh, so... If, if, any spillages, we're there for you. We're there. <laughs> Anyone who signs up on Patreon between now and our fifth episode will receive one of these uh, one of these toilet rolls. Aren't I, aren't I a giver? Wow. I'm such a giver, Nick. Now, that's an incentive. I know. That's an incentive if I know. I've heard one. I know. And Good of Lord. course, well, you'll receive all the, the other extras as well. Like, for example, last week, I put up the full interview of uh, with you with Ruse. You're f- yeah, full and uncut. And, and they got the full video as well, Nick. Did they yeah. really? So you can even see you having your Irish coffees. Oh wow! And, and yeah, you can see how, how pad- uh, you passed the buck. I passed yeah, the buck. I saw that. Well, I didn't realise this because I only heard the edited interview. But then you sent me this, and I noticed that at first you were going to make the coffees, and then you bottled yeah. it. I didn't bottle, did bottle it. it. Shauna offered to That's make not, them because she used to well, make them. So I was like, yeah, sure. No, you definitely it. bottled it. And, and maybe people should go onto Patreon and have a look for themselves and, and yeah, make definitely. up their mind. Yeah, it's quite well, I have an apology, Nick. Oh. Oh, wow. Your yeah, turn this you, week. Bear in mind, you edit the show. I'm surprised you didn't pick up on this. Oh, here we go. Maybe, you know, I have different standards to you. You do it. I accidentally last week called Bullet Bourbon a Bourbon. Yes, you did. And you didn't pick me up on it. And at no point this week have you have you, no, have you pulled me up on this. I was waiting for it. <laughs> I, was, I was waiting for this moment where you basically take the mick out of me for being an amateur. Well, the week before that, you actually pronounced um, Isla, Isla <laughs> as well. I let that go. I'm letting a few bits go. I'm seeing, I was waiting to see what you were going to do this so, week. So for those of you who actually know um, whiskey, I apologise. Sometimes I just get biscuits on the brain. He loves a biscuit. He loves I a biscuit. Do love a biscuit. <laughs> I've never known a man to love a biscuit. Yeah. Um, I've got something else from last week oh, as yeah. well. I've had a message. Yeah. yeah. It's just, um, just I like messages. We've got um, Miss B, who's a head of a primary oh, school. Yeah. Um, she says, top marks to Dave's primary 
history knowledge because the um, oranges with the cloves in are called orange pomanders. 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 P O M A N D E. Well, I, I couldn't remember what they were called, but I do remember my history lessons and I remember making those little yeah. oranges, but pound, pound, whatever they are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Miss B. Is it Miss B or? Thanks, Miss B. Yeah. Mm, misbehaving. Whiskey bots roll out. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. This week's whiskey. Uh, we, we're going over the over the small pond. Yes. We just did a little rivery bit. Um, <laughs> rivery bit. We're yeah. heading to Ireland. We are. We're jumping over uh, Dublin and we're going to a little town called Tullamore. We're trying the Tullamore Dew. But I've pronounced it um, in the intro D-E-W because they're actually initials, the D-E-W. Tullamore is the t- little town. I'd never noticed yeah, that. Yeah, no one ever notices it. But they just pronounce it do. But yeah. I've just seen on the label there's definitely some full stops there. Yeah, because the D-E-W stands for Daniel E. Williams. Get out of town! Yeah. Yeah, he didn't actually found the distillery, but he's responsible... I want to say for the way it is now, because the distillery was a thing and he was actually the stable boy, apparently, and he worked his way up to be the owner. And then he uh, launched this whiskey and, you know, put his own name on it, it seems. Um, So Tullamore is is a small town in the middle of Ireland. Yes, about an hour and a half drive west of Dublin, so it's completely easy to get to if we want to go to the distillery, Dave. I've driven through it before, actually. I didn't stop. Um, but but <laughs> I, I, I hear now they don't actually make it there anymore. This may um, be outdated information. I'm not sure. But they, well, the visitor centre's there. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a there's a there's a museum there. But apparently yeah. they now make it down in Middleton. Interesting. Didn't see that on their website. Well, you might want to have a look at that. that yeah. I, I, I read I read this in a book, which oh. doesn't mean it's true. But uh, yeah, apparently they make it in Middleton. Okay. Which is the same place for those of you who know your Irish whiskies. Uh, that's where Jamo Jameson's also made. How old's your book? Don't know. Uh, so after 60 years of waiting, in September 2014, Tullamore DEW resumed production <laughs> in its ancestral home of Tullamore. Well, so this book's really old. I will get rid of the book. Ditch the book. <laughs> Ditch the book. <laughs> second week in Don't, a row. What I, tried, I told you about picking this up is the, this is the bin second week whiskey books in a row that I have got something <laughs> factually incorrect whilst talking about the Whiskey of the Week. Yeah. Basically, next week, it's down to you. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't doing that no more. Well, we'll try. <laughs> You'll be getting no more research. Well, at least I, you didn't I, say I did... this was made by Jim Tullamore. Well, I think it is made by a guy called Jim <laughs> Tullamore. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Jim. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm going to pour some. God, yeah, yeah so I forgot I... this was at an actual whiskey show. So I... I We're pretending... Um, so what, what's going on here is obviously whiskey can be quite expensive. Yeah. Uh, and Nick and I had intended, before the shutdown, Nick and I had intended on getting together all our whiskey collection and having little samples of each other's so that it didn't get to... Because we both got a quite a good collection. Yeah, we did all right. we didn't get this done before the before the breakdown. So no. um, I had this little gift bottle of Tullamore and Nick happened to, to have a big bottle. So this is... One no, I went and bought mine. I found it. Oh, did you? Yeah, I went on special. Special So, trip. yeah, I, 
I, I had to, um, on my essential shopping this week, Nick, I did have to go and buy three bottles of whiskey. Yeah, but we're set for a few weeks though, right? Well, we are. are set for We are set for a few weeks. But, the annoying um, thing is though, we can't drink So thank you anyone ones. who's contributed on Patreon. Yeah, we can't drink certain <laughs> ones until we've done the show with it. So, yeah. um, I'm, you know, I can enjoy this Tullamore for the rest of the week. Um, okay. Sure. Have a little sniff, mate. We're in the, I'm in the Glencairn this week. Me too. I, it smells like Jameson's, if I'm brutally <laughs> smells honest. Smells like Jameson's. Smells like. Jameson's reminds me of lots of nights of shame. <laughs> it doesn't smell. It doesn't smell like Jameson to me. I had trouble picking stuff out. I'm not going to go into. I'm smelling this, smelling that because a lot of it I can't. I'm not very. I could only really pick out like a peachy vibe on the uh, on the nasal passage. But uh, I just smell Jameson's. Yeah. Well. Well, it's quite fruity actually. It doesn't taste like Jameson's. Mm. It's got a similar burn to Jameson's though. Not for but- me. No, yeah, it's meant to have a sweetness to it, I and mean, I can see I that. I definitely got that because it is finished in sherry and bourbon casks. So, and it's like a triple. It's a it's a blend. This one of three different whiskies they make, and it's also triple distilled, etc. You know, blah blah marketing. Blah. So it's triple distilled. Uh, uh, a fact, uh, an Irish thing. Um, it's very common with I. I mean, yeah, Jameson do it. Um, it's basically. It, it, the, the wash gets stronger, gets the alcohol gets stronger every time it's distilled and it takes out impurities and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, in pot stills, just, big pot stills, beautiful just, things. Uh, another thought, Nick. This is the second week in a row we've gone with a whiskey with an E. Oh, dear. I know. <laughs> We're really on brand. Anyway, Nick, I discovered something new this week. Oh, yeah. And that's that there are two different... Uh, Plurals for whiskey, depending on whether it's whiskey with an E or whiskey without an E. Whisk? Is that one? Yeah, so whisk is the common part, right? Yeah. So whisk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Good so, yeah, and then whisk you got there. Yeah, yeah to whisk um, is, is, the, is the verb to drink whiskey. Um, <laughs> I, I whisk, you whisk, they whisk. <laughs> I whisk you to get uh, on with this. Amazing. That's amazing. Um, so, yeah, so you got whiskey with an E, uh, mm. which is Tullamore Dew, Dew is, or Tullamore D-U-W. D-U-W. Uh, and that would be whiskey with just add the S on the end. And then if it's whiskey with no E, it's whisk I-E-S, which rem- for some reason makes me think of cats, and I don't know why. <laughs> oh, like whiskers. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. Just But that, that spelling just looks... It just whiskies with an I-E-S just makes me think of cats. Why don't they call people who love whiskey whiskers? That, see, that's a that's a great... Should we call our people on Patreon whiskers? We'll try it out. <laughs> Come become a whisker. <laughs> Come become a whisker. If you'd like to become a whisker, go to patreon.com <laughs> forward slash whiskey and things. That's whiskey with Noe. <laughs> I'm getting good at that. I'm getting good at that. <laughs> Thank God for that. <laughs> About time. No one cares about the things. So, Nick, um, week, I don't know, was it week, are we week two of this lockdown or week three of this lockdown? I don't know. I've been locked down all it year, It feels like mate. forever. Yeah. I feel, it feels like forever. But what have you been up to this week? Have you found anything to occupy yourself? Well, along with growing my isolation beard, right, because um, I can't afford to Is that- heat my flat at the moment. So to keep myself warm, I'm growing my hair and my beard out, um, like a lot of people are. Um, along with that, I'm watching Tiger King on Netflix, like everyone else. 
Have you been keeping Amazing. up with Tiger King? I haven't, no. I highly recommend it. I'm not going to go into it, but people who are listening who have watched it, they'll know how awesome it is. Anyway. <laughs> I don't have a Netflix account, but go on. What? Okay. No. That's fine. That's fine. You do you. I have a, I have a NetNix account, but that's a whole other story. <laughs> <laughs> Something I did this week, which was quite fun. Um, I'm involved with a function band called Brand New Groove. And this week, uh, because we're all bored, we decided to record a track from four separate locations. We, um, friend Mark Seacombe played the guitar. It was um, Green Day, Time of Your Life, a song I'm quite familiar with as it was the finale of Green Day's American Idiot, and then uh, sent us the videos, uh, a few more of us in the band, and we recorded our parts and then edited it together and made this nice little song, which is up on probably my Instagram somewhere. Um, but that was nice. a bit of fun. A lot of people are doing those kind of videos, so a lot of artists who are locked in. So have a look around. There's some good stuff. But um, that's what's kept me busy. What have you been up to this week, Dave? This week, I have been just cracking on with the same stuff I was last week, actually. Um, still recording, still mixing. Do you know, a big shout out to Dean DeChoso. Oh, Dean uh, DeChoso. Has been, who got the, he produced my album, Tennessee 48th, and he has been helping me uh, mix some new songs. And we've been doing this whole thing. He's basically giving me masterclasses in mixing. And the quality of what I'm doing at home now is so much better just because he's been taking the time. Yeah. To show me this stuff. And do you know what? In normal, in the normal real world, we would never have done that. No. We wouldn't have had the time. And a shout out as well. Busy. He's actually um, been a big help in making this show sound nice as well. So we'd like to thank yeah, Dean. Yeah, he's been, he's been wonderful, isn't he? Yeah. Dean, Dean DeChoso. And talking of Dean's, I took some time out this week to speak with uh, another one of my good friends, Dean Lemon. Oh, Dean Lemon. Uh, who of Room 94 fame, he was the drummer of Room 94, who's a, a band, a pop punk band, which um, I toured with for the first time about nine years ago. Uh, they're three brothers and they've had various other people uh, play bass, mainly Kit Tanton, but he recently, he, he, he left. So three brothers, Dean, Sean and Kieran. They've become good friends to both of us. You've been on tour with them, haven't you? Yeah, I drove them around Poland um yeah and stuff it's quite funny because i drove them to poland and on the way we took a a, a massive like a few hundred mile detour to come and surprise <laughs> you dave if you remember in germany in, in, in chemnitz of all places <laughs> i'd never even heard of chemnitz and there, no. there i am doing a gig and suddenly you rock rock in with the with the lemon boys oh, it was yeah. amazing so anyway so yeah um the, the, dean is a very good friend and he's just recently uh launched a new project of his of his own uh, called After Boy. So I wanted to have a little chat with him about that. So uh, here's Dean. Welcome, Mr. Dean Lemon. Uh, Dean, did you know that I have now known you for probably 10 years, although you may only remember nine of them? May, that's mental. But we that first tour we did together was nine years ago this summer. Oh, that's actually crazy, isn't it? That's it's ridiculous. That's mental. Mate, yeah. we're good. We're good friends. Look, look at us now. We're still talking. I know. I don't. I, know. I, I don't think we've had any like arguments or fallouts. I really. I don't think we have. Yeah, uh, you're one of the few people that have never fallen out with me. Like I, I don't normally <laughs> fall out with people. It's normally people go, oh, that, that Dave. No, we don't want anything to do with him. I anymore. genuinely like you. I know my whole family likes you. My mum likes you. My brothers like everyone likes you. You're just easy to get along with, mate. Yeah. How is the family? Everyone good, mate? Good. Yeah. Everyone's just chilling. Um, yeah, everyone's good, mate. Everyone's really, really good. Like just cracking on, like in isolation, doing as much as you can. Yeah, of course. So I want to talk to you today 
how does one go from being a drummer of a pop punk band yep to the front man <laughs> or a solo act and i don't i don't yet know what genre i'm supposed to call it so you may can correct this but you, I, you have relaunched yourself as afterboy yep afterboy that's me so yeah it's been it's been a bit of a been a bit of a journey obviously with room 94 like absolutely loved it we've had such a great time and we're still like a lot of people don't notice we haven't broken up room 94 has not broken up how can me my two brothers ever break up like we are we talk every day we're, we're honestly best friends we we do everything together we've just taken such a break at the moment where we just want to just chill like we all focus on we all focus on different things and yeah afterboy i mean it it's it's definitely different obviously going from drums and singing in room like four and like especially like no strings attached and like girl you are my superstar is very 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 different but for me, like, I'm trying to make my own style. Like, I wouldn't say I'm like these other artists who call themselves emo rock or pop mm. or hip hop. I wouldn't say I'm even that because I, I don't think I am. I don't think I sound like um, like people like Little Peep or XX Tentacion. I don't think I sound like anyone like that. I feel like I sound like me. Like Afterboy. Yeah, like exactly. Afterboy, yeah. And that's what I love. And and I feel like going out there and, like, doing these, doing these songs, especially, like, the EP I just released, Mixed Emotions, like, doing these songs, I, it, it just felt it felt so right and so natural for me as well. And like, I, I, I'm, I'm so proud. I'm so proud that I went out and did these songs. Like I recorded it in my now fiance's parents' living room. I remember you were sending me the demos when you Mate, first yeah. started. I remember. And and it really blew me away because you're, you're right. It draws on the influences from so many different genres. Yeah, for sure. But has these really big catchy choruses and hooks all the way through them. Um, but also what I'm what I'm impressed with, and and it and it's probably not something you did too much in mm. Room 94, but these are really dark. The lyrics yeah, mate, are really very dark. dark. Yeah, I mean, there's two elements: Room 94 stuff, No Strings Attached. Album, our first debut album, our first debut album, our first album. <laughs> um, <laughs> we had like we used more of the fun stuff, so we had songs like The Morning After, where you're meeting girls, you're doing things like that, like One Night and things like that. Then we had like songs in Room 94 where there was like um, on the Lost, Lost Youth album, where they were a bit a bit dark, a bit more in touch with like emotions and things like that. And then obviously for me now, when you have a break and you have this, I'm not going to say this big downer, but in, in, in a sense, it is a big downer. Like we go from playing to thousands of people, whether it's a support show or selling like 1200 tickets in London for a headline show, you go, okay, amazing. But then when you have a break, then maybe you don't sell as many tickets. People stop coming to shows. Maybe when you get a bit older, maybe when the music changes ever so slightly, yeah, then it is a downer because you go, hang on a minute. I used to do this. And like, for me, even now, like I look back at photos and stuff like that, I'm like, wow i lived it like that yeah. was incredible so for me now it's so different like now i'm like okay cool i maybe feel a bit different in in life now I'm, I'm a bit older as well now so i'm like i had a lot more experiences i've had this incredible stuff when i was 18 even 16 14 whatever and now i'm like it it's different i've got a lot more life experience where there has been downs and like i used i use that to write like i use that and it, it it just feels good, mate. It's like therapy. It's honestly yeah. like therapy. I always say that the writing a song, uh, it's probably saved me years of therapy. Mm. O- on my wall, I cut it out of a magazine when I was seventeen. <laughs> it was a photo of the Beatles, and underneath was a quote, yeah. and it's, it was said, "Out of adversity comes strong stuff." Very poetic. <laughs> you can get strong your, stuff. <laughs> you can get your sorrows out in a song. Mate, it's so true though. And it's, but it's so true when you're writing. If you do want to go dark, you can do. And you don't even ever have to do anything with it, but you can release, you can release your emotion through a song and then decide what you want to do with it, if anything. Mate, and it's so true. Like, even like a few weeks ago, like, um, 
something happened where I was like, okay, you know what? I feel so, so down at the moment. I feel so bad. I literally wrote a song called I, I Don't Need You. And to be honest, I don't think I'm ever going to release it, but it's like a full on song and I love it. I'm like, oh my God, this is so cool. And it's so different. Honestly, let me say this right now. So with Afterborn and everything like that, this point in my life right now, I'm honestly, regardless of everything that's happened in the past, I'm the happiest I've ever been in my life. I feel every day when I go to bed, I'm like, oh, I can't wait for tomorrow. And I know it sounds cheesy and it sounds a bit weird, but honestly, I feel great. I feel amazing. And it's music. It's, it's life. It's everything. I, I love life. And that's in the middle of a pandemic. Mate, and that, yeah, exactly. Wait till we're out of this. Wait till I get on a road tour and wait till I get to do all this cool stuff. Wait till I get to hang out with my friends and family again. Mate, I haven't, I haven't touched anyone in weeks. It's, uh, <laughs> Same, it's I live with my fiance. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Well, yeah, I live on my own. My pillows are getting a new kind of love. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> People don't realise music and writing music is so powerful. It feels so good. And even if you're not good at it, who, who cares? Like, yeah. I don't care if anyone listens to my songs that they say, Dean can't write a song, Dean can't sing, whatever. It feels good to me. And I and this is my this is, this is is my way of dealing with things. And I can go off, even like I always say to everyone, like my song, I've got a song called Alone. The chorus is, I just want to be alone. And I, sometimes I want to be alone. And when I want to be alone, it doesn't mean I want to get away from everyone. I don't like you. I don't like you. I don't like you. It means I want to be alone for a minute, take a breather, take a minute, listen to music. And I swear to God, listen to music and just hearing different songs, different things in a good speaker headphones, my mood just changes. I go, okay, I'm better. I'm good. And yeah. that's it. That's all it takes. That's how, like music is just so powerful. And people don't often realize that. There's something, something that, that people don't appreciate often that, that people they see on stage or online as happy, bubbly characters, mm. um, they can be introverted. Yeah, for sure. 100%. When I tell people I'm an introvert, they're always like, no, you're not. You're the most outgoing person I know. Um, mm. I'm outgoing. It's not that I don't like people. I love people. I love being around people. Yeah, yeah. But when I need, to, when I need time for me, stick me in a corner with some music or with a guitar. Literally. On a piano. Literally. And I'll recharge and... The next day, I'll just feel like a million dollars. Mate, I couldn't agree more. Like You would, you would never say, oh, Dean, Dean's a bit like, oh, he's a bit sad, a bit quiet. No way. I'm the happiest guy with everything. But I have my days. I have my moments. Of course. Like, just like anyone. Of course. One thing that always stands out for me at the moment is uh, purpose, not preference. Just bought a house, which is incredible. I'm so fortunate, so lucky, so thankful. And at one point, I really, really thought I was going to lose this house. I was living in, like, um, my fiance's parents' house, and it was rubbish because <laughs> I'm in a tiny room yeah. but I was, so, I was so close to losing a house and then I had all these things pop up at once I like I thought some nice thoughts in my head and um I had the craziest thing where I felt really connected with a spirit with with, with just an energy and my whole body got like I wrote I wrote notes this is again this is really weird for me like because I, I, I didn't ever do this anything like this before and I just closed my eyes one minute I was sitting there really like upset I was really upset I closed my eyes I'm just thinking the positive thoughts I was going Okay, like rather than think about myself and say, dear God, I want, uh, give me some money. Dear God, I want this. I want my house to be okay. I thought then went, okay, I hope my brother's okay. I hope my friends, I hope this person's okay. I thought positive thoughts about everyone. I thought, okay, please guide me in some stuff. Please guide me in the right way so I can so do these certain things or whatever and just hope that everyone's okay. And then my whole body had like goosebumps. I felt like this maddest like energy in my head. Like I felt, you know what it feels like? It felt like a bit drunk after, like drunk of like, positive vibes and it's the weirdest thing ever and then since then i feel so connected with whether it's a spirit whether it's an energy whatever and things have been great and like it, it i don't know i can't even explain i know what i just said probably doesn't even make sense but i just felt connected to something and 
And just I, every day now since, I have no negative energy in me. I just think positive thoughts with everything in my life at the moment and everything, touch wood, is going great. I think you're right. I think um, everyone has their own way of dealing with stuff and especially when the world gets as crazy as it is. I, you yeah. know, no one can tell anyone that they're wrong for finding comfort in anything, be it nature, yeah. be it Netflix. We all have, we, you've got to have something to believe in, be it music, yeah, be it, yeah, whatever exactly. it is, you know, whatever it is that, that, whether it be God, whatever, it, whatever that is. I think it's, it's a very comforting thing. It's great yeah. to hear that you're, you're happy though, mate. It's, uh, it's always. Mate, so happy. So, so happy. Oh, I love that man. He's so positive. I, love I know, him. right? What I want to know is, out of the 10 years you've known him, how come he would only remember nine of them? Because I'd what, not... was, what happened that one year? <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised That's rock he and didn't roll ask if you can't that. remember an entire year. Well, no, he, I put his band on a gig. I put Room 94 on a gig when I was a promoter. And I just don't, yeah. know, if, I don't know if he'd remember that I was involved in that. Oh, I that, see. That's what I meant, but I didn't yet. No, no one remembers promoters. Unfortunately, it's a bit of a, bit of a boring story that but never mind but yeah, yeah but it's the truth it's the truth dave and that's all we ask but but part two of that interview is coming up later on yeah. uh in but the what show I did, what really did hit me though in that first one was him talking about the downers of playing you know to kind of large crowds and then playing other you know shows which are a bit smaller or maybe not touring at all where you kind of feel a bit down and you want to get back up to that i, I kind of um that resonated with me I suppose. Sure. The, I suppose at the moment that's kind of what you've been because you you've been on tour pretty much constantly for the last two years playing various theatres and then yeah now you're but not even like um, when I used to tour the states you know I miss touring now I haven't done that for years and I miss doing that so I can see where he's coming from from that a lot of musicians battle with that actually you know kind yeah of I, having... I definitely have the post tour blues is is definitely a thing that I think kicks in for a lot of people yeah uh, when when you get back to some kind of normal life. Um, it, it can be tough. It was it was nice to hear him talk about talk so candidly about um, about that, but also it, it, being positive about it. Um, I, I wasn't expecting him to get so so deep. I'll be yeah. honest, and uh, it was it was nice to hear someone just just go. He just went with it and told me told me everything that was been going on, and and I enjoyed that. There was a, there was a lot more. I fortunately had to had to chop out a little bit, but it's not going to be on the on the old Patreon page. Um, but Fantastic. We'll hear more from him later for sure. Brilliant. Look forward to that. Whiskey! Right, Dave Giles of... Is it Whiskey God time? Yeah. We need... <laughs> I was going to say it's always Whiskey God time. <laughs> Where is he? Where is he? Where is he coming from this time? Well, I've just painted my ceiling again after last week's... After last effort. week's debacle. It was damp. Oh, oh no. Oh, my landlady <laughs> is going to be absolutely... Furious with I've me. I've just replaced those light fittings. Mate, don't get too <laughs> close to that. Good yeah, lord. It could cause me some problems, that. Mr. Giles, Mr. Kent, top of the morning to you. See, told you he's not actually American. It's kind of Irish. That was the worst Irish accent I've ever heard. Hello, God. <laughs> Hello. Love you. <laughs> Can you uh, just give us your thoughts on this wonderful... Tullamore do D-E-W 
Tullamore Dew. Irish whiskey. On the eyes. A soft, amber glow. Just enough to light your way in these dark times of lockdown. On the nose. You'll find a bit of caramel sweets. Perhaps some sugary, floral notes. And just the slightest, thick maltiness. On the palate, this whiskey is a malty dash of citrus encased in toffee and honey. Honey. <laughs> you will even notice a strange charred wood note near the finish which will remind you of its welcome cousin across the pond. Good old bourbon. But this is still a mellow Irish whiskey in the end. But don't be surprised if you find a hint of sherry and Christmas time cake in the experience. Overall, this Irish whiskey is very easy to drink. It's dangerous. Creamy and smooth, you'd think it was in the bracket of its more top-shelf-priced partners in crime. Compared to a Jameson, you will find Tullamore Dew more of a massage to the palate. A proper dram will warm your soul and maybe even make this time of quarantine a bit more bearable. Well, you make my life more bearable, Whiskey God, so thanks very much for coming along. Thank you, Whiskey God. Praise be! No, thank you, gentlemen. As always, my pleasure. Ta-ta. i got to say, it's nice of him actually to say goodbye for once, isn't it? It's First time he's done that. Yeah, he never normally does that. He no. normally hits it and quits it. He just goes, floats away to his isolation station <laughs> in the sky. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he's in perpetual social isolation. Yeah, great voice, though. Great God, voice. I love his voice. He went on a bit um, today, not going to lie. He went, I know, yeah. he's getting above his station, <laughs> his isolation station, I think. He had a lot um, to say about the old Tullamore D-E-W. <laughs> D-E-W. He's really getting into it. Um, his main thing I picked up that is that it's dangerous. Easy drinker is what I think he means by that. Uh, I mean, that's, that, that's why I always I thought about the bullet bourbon last week. Yeah. To me, it's really easy to drink, which is when, when it's, as, and especially with that being 45%. But, but when, you, yeah. when you're drinking a spirit, you don't want it to be too, <laughs> too easy, do you? That can, no. especially when you're, when you're stuck at home with a few bottles of it. One other thing he said. Yeah. You'd notice a charred wood note. Yes. Yeah. But this is, this is my issue with a lot of whiskey tasting stuff. Have you ever put a bit of wood in your mouth, Dave? <laughs> That's a. <laughs> How do you taste? How do you, I know? How do you taste wood? That's a loaded know, question, there, thing. Nick. Have I ever put a bit of wood in my mouth? <laughs> we, we've known each other what sixteen years now. Taste the wood. You can, you can tell me. It's just me and you. Just me and you. Just in me the and room. you in a room. In two rooms, even. Yeah, don't worry about it. But you know what I mean, though. And smelling stuff because a lot of these, obviously, they're 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 aged in new oak. <laughs> new oak new oak casks and all that kind of thing 
Yeah. And I can recognise smells of certain woods. I can recognise <laughs> rosewood, for example. Oh I've lost because it. Because when I open a new when I open my base case as a rosewood neck on it yeah i know what rosewood and pine uh sorry a uh, maple i can smell too and pine when you're in the wood shop you can smell but i don't know what oak smells like or tastes like that's just a little thing i'm bringing up. i'm just sharing with you you can you can give me some feedback i'll tell you what you when all this is over nick we'll go out and we'll start tasting wood <laughs> should we do that yeah let's have a let's have a day out in the woods tasting all the tree <laughs> <laughs> we'll go to a timber yard <laughs> oh wow just uh yeah yeah let's just uh let's do a tour of timber yards let's forget distilleries <laughs> let's go to the source of the flavor the wood <laughs> just a thought <laughs> just a thought <laughs> anyway thank you whiskey god for that i'll uh we'll see you next week the whiskey hey nick uh before we before we listen to the second part of the of the interview with dean lemon yeah i just want to let you know I've set up a playlist on Spotify, the Whiskey and Things, the podcast playlist. Fantastic. And the reason I did this is because last week I realised that I had not listened to Ruse and I, there might be other people that were listening that hadn't listened to Ruse. Yeah. Uh, and this week there'll be people that might want to listen to Afterboy. So yeah. it makes sense to have a playlist where we have the episodes. Fantastic. All in if one there's place. a musical guest, we can put songs by that guest all in the same place. Amazing. So, if you go and if you go and search on uh, on Spotify on the playlist section for Whiskey and Things the podcast, uh, please press follow on that, and then it will come up on your little tab, and you can then check in, check out whatever we are listening to or whoever's being interviewed. Wonderful. I'm so good. I'm I'm just the gift that keeps giving today, aren't I? I am. I just keep being so. You're making me look bad. You, you do look bad. What does Nick Ken have wet. to offer this week? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dulcet tones uh, and a and a and a longer beard, which no one can see. Yeah, <laughs> I, I put a shirt on for you today. Just saying. I did notice. I'll put and a hat on for you today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let's just, let's hear hear some more from uh, from Dean. So, Dean, what what have you got planned next for for Afterboy? My Afterboy plans. Um, You've got your EP. It's come out. Got, it's great. Yeah, thank you, You're mate. Getting good numbers on Spotify. Yeah, you've been put on some playlists. Yeah, I've been put on some Spotify playlists again, which I never thought I never thought would happen. Like I haven't I haven't done anything to get get on them. So I feel I feel like it's just been a bit a bit lucky, and it feels good though. It feels really really good to know that people are listening. Going, you know what? That actually sounds quite good. So yeah. so I love I love absolutely love that. I'm really really proud of that. But yeah, plans, um, plans, to be honest, are just music, 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 especially like the moment with the lockdown and the way the world yeah. is like, I, ju- I just love, I love recording and like, I love writing music. And at the moment, like, like I said, I sent you it the other day, actually, I, I, I did like five chorus ideas in one night and I'm pretty that sure. That was ridiculous. Mate. That was ridiculous. <laughs> I literally, you were like, oh yeah, I've been, been busy. Like, you just sent me all this <laughs> stuff and I was like, five songs that are that good in one session is unbelievable. <laughs> Mate, it's crazy because I feel like just having a bit of a confidence and like, I, I, here you go. I watched something recently um, by Reese Witherspoons where it said, um, the quote was amazing. It was like, imagine how much everyone would achieve if they, if they believed in their own ability. And like, that's something that's really, really stands out to me at the moment. I'm like, you know what? I think I can do this. I think I can really, really go for it. And I've just believed in myself and believe in my own ability. And I feel like these songs that I've just done, like the songs I sent you, the five tracks, choruses, I feel like that is maybe the best work I've done. Yeah. And when all this is over, I want to get out on tour. I mean, 
my Spotify numbers are telling me that I should go play in America, which is incredible. Like, absolutely incredible. Like if I can go out there and play some shows, that I think Oh, that that's a that's living the dream, yeah, that, isn't it? It'll be did yeah, you literally. you never did that with Room ninety four, did you? Never. So with Room ninety four, we 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 were massive in Poland, which was incredible as well. Like <laughs> shout out to the Polish fans, but no, we never got to America. So if I can go with Afterboy now, that'd be amazing. Be, yeah. And new, I, again, all new experience. New experience. I, I, I still have um, Sean. Sean's like my producer. He's incredible. He makes a lot of beats with me. He does a lot of like, recording. He's taught me how to record myself. Um, yeah. Adds a lot of guitars and stuff. Kieran, again, I always still talk to Kieran and show him like songs. I say, what do you think it's melody? And to be honest, you know what's really cool is there's a song on this new EP that's going to come out where... My fiance Joey actually, well, she wrote the chorus on one of them, and she's going to sing nice. the chorus. She's going to sing it, so that's going to be amazing. So she's going to feature. I, I I do love that. You always keep it in the family. Be it have your mum as your tour manager. Oh, dad shout as a out my mum. Shout my dad. Everyone. Yeah, love them. You know Absolutely what? love them. Because family family is so important to me. I love I love my family. They're honestly like my family. It was my fiance, one of my brothers, my mum and dad. All of them are my best friends. I swear to God, no, no, no messing about. They're my best friends. They help me with everything. I like to think yeah. I help them with everything as well. And I, and I like to think they know that as well. We're just a team. We're just a family. And that's Definitely the best are. way. And like, even like, even like my friends like you're, I consider you like a really close friend as well. I always have done. I consider you my family. Like every, everyone, everyone that like I'm close to is my family. And, and like, I like to think everyone knows that. And like, we all help each other out when we need to. We're in a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Got to stay at home. Yep. You have asked me to be part of this little songwriting challenge. Yes. And I just want to talk about it because I haven't done it yet. Mate, I didn't do the last one either. <laughs> but I, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to sit down and, and I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it tomorrow. It's a really good challenge. Beginning of the week, uh, a genre or a style, style yes. was chosen. Yeah. And you have 50, you have to put your phone on 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, that's it. On the timer, 15 minutes. And, and you have to do what you can and try you and do write what you a song can. in that If style. it's a chorus, if it's a verse and a chorus, it has to be a minimum of a chorus. So so we did one before, which I showed you an example. We did um, a country song. Yeah. And it was it was crazy. Like, I think uh, my brother did like a really old school country song. Like, yeah. Yeah, it, wearing a, a cowboy hat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that was amazing. I did like a pop one um, playing guitar as well, which again, I'm not the best guitar player, so it's good. And I think this, this type of thing that when, when you're in isolation... You need to do something. And, and it keeps as, you sane, doesn't it? Yeah. And as musicians as well, like, why not? And it improves yeah. all of us. Because one thing that I think everyone's forgetting in, the, in this time now, like, it, all of it's horrible. This whole pandemic is absolutely awful. Like, it's it's crazy bad. But while everyone's at home, some people are going, oh, I'm in, I'm in furlough with my job. I'm getting this. I don't have to work, but I'm getting paid. Or I've been laid off. I'm doing this or, or whatever. While you're at home, you can still, like, use this time to either get close to people, like, build relationships or... Um, learn learn something new do something new you could you could start your own business in this exactly. time i know like do you know what i mean you can play guitar you can learn guitar drums anything why not so like as musicians i think it's a great idea if we can all challenge ourselves to be better musicians we can go you know what let's try and write this song which we wouldn't ever do yeah why, learn some new why skills. not i saw a tweet of yours recently where you said i just really love whiskey oh here we go that's why i get found out <laughs> so what- I do love whiskey, but I love like a certain whiskey, and I, know, I think I think I've told you before, and you said that's not whiskey. What? Go on, tell me about it. Um, so I love Hague Hague Club. Is that how you say no? It? It's Hague not Club? that it's not a whiskey. I just don't like it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> mate, uh, I love it, and it, it's it. I love it honestly so much. Like I don't. I think I think I got into it when I saw 
one, when I saw David Beckham advertise it, two, when I saw it was on deal in Tesco for like, I think it was like £12 for like a massive <laughs> bottle. And I was like, yeah, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to treat myself. And ever since, mate, I love it. I, I definitely drink too much though. Hey, what? Yeah, we've always got, all got to be checking out of that, haven't we? We've always got to be careful. <laughs> exactly. I went to Dublin, uh, not recently, like a few months ago. And obviously I just, I love, I love Jameson. I know you love yeah, it yeah. as well. And standard. Like, love it all the time. Like, and it's good, good price as well. I, I, yeah. I, I like the price. Reasonable. So that's, yeah, that's good for me. I, I'll always drink Jameson because it's always a good, reasonable price. Not, not going to go wrong. Barkeep, I'll have a Jameson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Make that double. <laughs> Chase with a Jager bomb. Cheers. Hey, club. Let right, me ask okay. you. Uh, no, I, huh? no, that's an edit. No, that, 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 right. that was, in fairness, that was an edit because we, we okay, talked about so- that for quite a while. Because I, I asked him to clarify, did he mean the, the club Because we the both know the hay club is awful. Tastes and smells like PVA glue, um, allegedly, yeah, in case, you yeah, know, it we absolutely does. I don't think we can. That's an opinion. That's my opinion, everyone. Um, but the clubman's quite nice. Yeah, you really like the clubman. We talked about this. It's, it's in the full interview, which will be up on, on the Patreon page. Uh, and you can have, you can see that we actually had that exact conversation where I said, "Good." Otherwise, I was gonna, I was gonna ring him and have words. No, it's all good. It's Wonderful. All good. That was that was interesting, man. No, yeah, he was. It was great to have him on, have him on the show. Uh, we because we never got him on no. on whiskey and things the YouTube show, so it's great to have him on the podcast. I really enjoyed that interview and the full interview. We really did go into into a lot of detail. We were talking for about forty minutes. So uh, it, go and have a listen to that. Um, because I think I think he's I think he's a really interesting guy, yeah, and you can that. find him at Afterboy Music on both Instagram and Twitter. Uh, we'll put a song in our playlist, and or just go and look on Spotify yourself. So fresh. So uh, we're coming towards the end again. Thanks very much if you're listening. If you got to this point, uh, it's it's still a tough time, obviously, and uh, we're all still under these these awful times, and we try not to. Bring up too much, but we hope that we are providing some lightness into an otherwise dreary time. Um, big shout out to our to our good friend Rish at the moment, who's been quite ill this week. Uh, yeah. We hope you feel better very well soon. soon, Rish. Uh, and if anyone else has been feeling under the weather, then please do do try and stay healthy and, and get well. And uh, we hope to see you on the other side of all of this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Crazy times. A few other shout outs, Nick. We've had, uh, oh, had yeah. some feedback. Feedback? Some feedback. That wasn't yeah, part of the deal. No, no. Okay. A few people have, have, have offered some opinions. Uh, okay. Do I? You don't want to know. know. I don't want to know. <laughs> no, no. You, um, no, not at all. It, it, they've all been. It's, it's been lovely. It's been. It's been lovely hearing from people about what you what you think about what we're up to. Uh, this will evolve, and hopefully, we'll get better at it, and uh, and it will continue yeah. to evolve. Um, it, what was nice is we are getting some feedback from episode one still. Really? Uh, which is great. So Kate Sharp messaged me this morning telling me how much she enjoyed the interview with Matt Wicks. Matt Wicks as, as She was, said yeah. the proper the proper interview from episode one, as she called it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, and it, well, it was a great interview though, Nick. It's great to have, uh, and hopefully we'll get plenty of guests like this. And I thought Dean today was wonderful like this as well. Yeah. Uh, you know, when you when you get someone who's talking about something they're passionate about, it's in, it's entertaining whether you know what they're talking about or not. Yeah. So we talk about next week. Yeah, let's talk about next week. What we, what we got planned next week? We're going to be tasting the Jura Origin ten year old Scotch. Ooh. 
So I do like that. It's one of my favourites. So um, if anyone has some in, if you want to have a little kind of taste uh, along with us, then please feel welcome. Um, if you have any tasting notes you want to send us before we record next week's show, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll share them. Um, it's around Thursday we record. Um, get them in early. Get them in early. Yeah, get them in early. Well, it's a couple of days, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but you yeah. got two days, basically. But yeah, if you want to get involved, please uh, send us your tasting notes on any of our social media platforms. That'd be fantastic. Um, and on any of the other whiskies that we may have already already done. Yeah, just send them in. We like. Uh, also, we're going to be hearing from my friend Joey next week. Really? Joey Clarkson's going to come on as a special guest next week. Fantastic. So, uh, uh, Canadian singer-songwriter. Love so it. By That's... all means, go and check her out as well. Yeah, do it, because uh, I like it when I don't have to do the interview, because I'm so good at them. <laughs> I'm so good at them. Mate, you are. It's, it's a skill I didn't know you had. <laughs> it's a skill I never wanted or have. Um, so I'll, I will speak to you next week, Nick. And yeah. uh, enjoy, enjoy you your enjoy time it. growing your beard. Thanks, buddy. You take care of yourself, Dave. And each other. <laughs> <laughs>